0: Oh look, already coming up on stage, not even, no that's okay, not even waiting for the introduction. We got two of Sacramento's greatest, and uh, two guys I don't mind saying, I'll embarrass them, are near and dear to my heart. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Vaughn and Derek Lee. I want to make sure, because we don't want uh, anyone dropping on stage here. You guys have waters, you guys have towels, we're all set. All right. How you doing, Derek? Doing good, man. Good to be here sitting up here with you. Now, if anybody listened to my show on Friday, Thursday, whenever it was that you and I spoke, and I don't ever get tired of saying this because I'm still a fan and still a baseball and basketball honk. I went to junior high with this guy. Uh, In fact, we're going to have somebody else up here later. Uriah Faber, that I went to elementary school with, actually took my little sister out on her first ever date when she was in second grade and now he could probably kick my butt but that goes back wait
1: wait, your sister went on a date in second grade
0: well, it, it wasn't not a date <laughs> like they went on a hot i think it was like a hot air balloon ride. i know i, I know but it went on like a hot air balloon ride. it was chaperone Derek. okay but it's okay. still you're right <laughs> you know and then and then i've gotten to know greg vaughn through the years through different charities uh golf tournaments and uh, we have a lot of mutual friends uh and just one of the coolest coolest cats i know how are you greg
2: I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Now, I'll start with you, Derek, and kind of pick up off our conversation we had the other day. Uh, Your family is baseball. Uh, Your dad, who I will forever call Mr. Lee, Leon, uh, played here, played Japan, um, and was the, and I always share this, too, because I always brag about you, was the technical director on Mr. Baseball with Tom Selleck. Is that correct? Correct. That is correct. Okay. I still got that right all those years. Uh, Your uncle, of course, played. Uh, baseball is such a huge part of your life, your upbringing, but you've managed to have your career and then kind of, I don't want to say keep it at arm's length, but you're very comfortable being a daddy right now and and having that part of your life.
1: Yeah, you know, like you said, we talked about it. Um, I grew up around the game. Like you said, my father and my uncle, and uh, I think that gave me a good perspective of once your career is over, what is the next step? So I always kind of had a, a game plan for that. And I knew I wanted to be around my kids. Um, you know, baseball's a long season, and uh, if you're still a part of it, you're going to be away from home for a while. So for now, the, I, I felt the right step for me was being available to my kids and, uh, you know, really supporting them in the things they wanted to do. Can't get that time back. That's... I cannot get that time back. And Greg Vaughn,
0: big home run hitter on the golf course, on the baseball diamond. You know, we had uh, Matt Wallback up here earlier. I was talking to him at Wallback Academy. He was saying one of his greatest moments – uh, was catching Scott Erickson's no-hitter, and we talked about that. And then he said, you made the last out of that no-hitter. And I i don't know if that shade he's throwing at you, I don't know what that was. Do you even remember going back there? Have you blocked that out at this point?
2: I'm like a DB, you know what I mean? I don't remember what happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but I see Scotty all the time, and uh, you know my golf tournament's coming up, and Scotty will be down here. Oh, yeah. yeah that's the one thing he always remembers. Who was the last out of the— but I, hit, I hit, he doesn't remember the home runs I hit off him though. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
0: the thing. You've got your hitter's memory. He's got his pitcher's memory. And You're right about Scott. I saw Scott about a month ago. Scott makes the rounds at these golf tournaments, and he has himself a uh, he has a good time.
2: Doctor Death has a really good time.
0: <laughs> Derek, what I I know the history. A lot of them don't, but uh, you you were a, a prodigy for a long time, and I played against you in little league. Uh, shout out Del Paso Eastern. Were you Del Paso Eastern, or was it a different? Whitney Little League. Whitney Little League, and we'd play each other every once in a while, and I won't go into what, I was a pitcher, what happened when you and I faced each other, but it didn't work out well for me. When did you, did you always know you were going to be a professional ball player? Was that always in the back of your head? Uh,
1: it was, but you know, I, I, I loved basketball, as you know. Uh, I just wasn't as good at it as baseball. So my dream was to get to the NBA, but once I got to high school, I kind of realized I had a better side in baseball.
0: Now, I specifically remember, and here's a, here's a big shout-out, uh, Coach McCoy, Coach Capello in junior high playing Little League, or excuse me, playing junior high basketball. And I didn't know this till years later. You actually turned down a chance to go play for Dean Smith to go into baseball. I had no idea until, I think, a couple of years after it happened. So it wasn't just you enjoyed basketball but weren't that good. You were good enough to go play for a guy who
1: knew what he was doing. Yeah, but I think – I think he kind of threw me a bone to get me to Carolina to play baseball. Oh,
0: <laughs> I
1: think really? I've been seeing a lot of uh, bench time in Carolina. So never regretted that for a second, not one second? I haven't regretted it. You, I, you know, I love baseball, and um, like you said, it's in my family, and I really knew it, and deep in my heart that was the way to go for me. And, Greg, you're
0: not that much older than Derek, but you came a few years before us in school. And that was when we had this pipeline. It seemed that every good player in Sacramento had something to do with the Brewers. And everybody was everybody was finding their way out. And you kind of, you know, I remember names like you, of course, uh, Jeff Jenkins, uh, going back and back. And I always felt like when you played, you, you always kind of had in the back of your head, no matter where you were, that you were kind of bringing some of that 916 with you, representing Sacramento.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, uh, like Derek, you know, baseball wasn't my first love. I was a football player. And, you know, going to University of Miami, you know, and uh, you realize when I, those guys are kind of big. You know, I was only 180 pounds <laughs> from Meadowview. So I decided to play baseball, and everyone said it was a mistake. But, you know, I, I, I try to use that as motivation, you know. And uh, 16 years later in the big leagues, you know, it, it worked out okay. But oh, I'm nine one six for life. Everyone always says, "How do you leave La-, La Jolla? How do you leave this?" You know, I'm from Meadowview. I'm trying to make a difference here. I mean, this is my home, and you know how you know how I feel about nine one six.
0: Well, and 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 that's so important, and obviously resonates with everyone. I won't. We won't get. I forgot you went to Miami. So you never did. You ever consider Florida State University Seminoles? Florida. Get out of here. Wow. That quick. I want to say
1: this about Greg, too. So Greg's, like you said, about 10 years ahead of me. And for my generation, Greg was kind of the guy we looked to coming up. And, you know, Greg treated us like, you know, our big brothers. And he really took us under his wing and he showed us how to work out. We all went to his trainer. We would go to his house after or go to city or land park and hit after. And he kind of set the tone of the work ethic that it took to not only make it to the major leagues, but stay. And Greg, that's something, I mean, hearing something like
0: that from Derek and I'm sure there'd be a lot of other players here that played that would say the same thing about you. That's got to warm your heart obviously that's something you took very important. And I feel like you continue to take that very seriously as you try to make more of an effect in the community.
2: Yeah. without you know, like I said, uh, but it, it didn't start with me. You know what I mean? Uh, Sacramento per capita. It was like Tampa. You know the size of it it probably had the most bigger leaguers besides Tampa you know in, in the big leagues and you know we all took care of one another you know it started you know dusty Jerry Manuel my cousin Jerry Royster I mean it it, it was deep the well was real deep Derek's dad I mean uh, if you were from 916 I mean it, it didn't matter how if you're an a ball or the big leagues you know they made us awful important and you know for me Derek's like a little brother than me and You know, I have two boys and I lean on Derek to, you know, I know nothing. You know, I I don't know anything about baseball. So I'm like, talk to Derek. You know what I mean? Right. You know, sometimes they listen to their mom and she don't have no hits. You know what I mean? (laughs) So. I don't know how that
0: works, but... (laughs) I think you both hit on something that's super cool for fans to hear and for Sacramentans to hear. Sacramento's not the biggest city, but we have this disproportionate amount of professional baseball players that come out of here. And really, in your time, just this pipeline of players, and you see guys now playing in the major leagues, tearing stuff up. Does that, that family atmosphere, it's like, Greg, you had somebody that mentored you. And then you mentored and helped mentor Derek. And you mentioned the other people that were involved as well. And, and, and I, I imagine that continues to carry over. There's that familial aspect about baseball that I don't know that that carries over as well to other sports.
2: No, I, I think, you know, like I said, we were real, really close back then. You know, now, shoot, all these high schools they have now, I didn't, shoot, we didn't have half of these high schools. Right. So it's a little spread out. So, you know, we were all, like I said, at one point, I think just the Metro the metro league had twenty-five players in the big leagues and five managers. That's just the metro league. You know what I mean. So you think yeah. about it, and you know it's that, that's tough to do. So now we have all these different high schools, and then, but now you know we're coming up in all other areas of sports. You know, football's big now. I mean, we're, we're putting out. You know, Sacramento's. You know, it's a pipeline to the sports, and you know that's a testament to. You know the the school system here, you know, you know all these coaches. You know, it's a great area for athletes to to try to strive and uh, become their best.
0: We'll wrap up with these guys before we start melting here, Derek. You had mentioned uh, four kids, four. I mean, you're still and and your youngest now three years. I mean, I've got a ten and a nine year old, and I feel like I've lost half my sanity. So I know I do notice. You told me this on Friday that, like me, less than me though, you got a little gray coming in. But the kids also, to live vicariously through them, to see things through their eyes. And, and, and you guys know this. I mean, it's, it's got to be the, the most rewarding thing
1: you've ever done. Yeah, it really is. Um, you know, just to be able to coach my son or go to my daughter's gymnastic events. Um, you know, they did a little triathlon the other day. Just to be there, like you said, you don't get those moments back. So uh, it feels good to be able to be around and support them. I'll end with
0: one one real quick story. It was uh, Whitney versus Del Paso Eastern. I think I was playing for the Cubs. Derek was on the mound. I hit a ball off of him that almost went out. It hit the gate. It hit the fence on a fly.
1: We call it the gate the wait, gate wait, wait, wait. I, I you, know you hit the ball w- off of me but, but,
0: but watch 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 the end of the story though there's a point Gee, here. Great. I crushed it. <laughs> I crushed this ball, and I was so happy. I knew, and a lot of us knew, that I went to school with Derek. He was going to make it. He was going to be in the major leagues. He was—he was the gold standard. So after the game, we're all talking, and I went up and I started chirping, and I said, "Man, about five inches higher, I just went yard on you." And Derek turns to me, and, and please understand, Derek in in the major leagues always came off as that calm, cool, professional. At 12 years old, he was this calm, cool professional, and he had a lower voice than any of us. So he just turned to me and he said, David, we're up 18 to 1. Coach told me to throw strikes. Don't get happy. And I stopped being happy at that point right there. That was my, that was my biggest athletic achievement, and Derek crushed me with his little thumb like nothing. But I'm glad you were able to recover from that. Is that a true story? I swear that's a true story. You said we're up 18 to 1. Coach said throw strikes, quote, don't get happy. And you almost took me deep. I was I I hit it to the fi- but you were throwing, you were laying them up there just trying He's to get the only out.
1: One that remembers that, dude.
0: Derek remembers. Someone,
1: someone today
0: told me they struck me out in little league too. Uh, yeah, isn't that funny how that happens when you guys make it and then everybody on Twitter pops up like, "Oh, I struck him out twelve times." No, you didn't. Nobody struck you guys
2: out. No, no, we we. I mean, it was it's funny because you know. You know, Derek's like a big brother to my oldest, and, you know, I have two boys and a daughter, and it's easier if the dad gets out the way. But, I mean, you going to all, all their games, all the dads, you know, oh, I could strike you out. I could do this. Right. I don't even, you know. Good luck. You know what? It's easy. I haven't had a bad day since I retired. It's easy from the couch. <laughs> now,
0: let me a last question. You guys got in the batting When was the last time either of you got in a batting cage?
1: I'm just curious. I played in a charity softball game about a month ago. Okay. Greg? For what?
2: <laughs> Getting <it back. laughs> right? No, to teach or something, but no, no, to but hit. Taking no, swings? No, no. I'm, I'm, all You're my good. swings are on the golf course. I was
0: going to say. And usually they're straight.
2: Yeah. I've seen straight. it. <laughs> I'll get his money next month. Don't worry about <laughs> it.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, honest to goodness, you know, you see people that make it in this world and you see people that uh, do well. And as a native Sacramentan, uh, These two guys here could not be better as a way to represent this city, everything it stands for. And you both carried yourself like such professionals. And uh, people like me, your classmates, your family, uh, our hearts were always swollen with pride watching you guys be successful out there. Thanks so much for repping the city and doing everything you guys did. Derek Lee, Greg Vaughn, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for uh, rolling in. Thanks for having us, Dave. We got a little cloud cover, too. The sun went away. We could have
2: been up here for another couple hours. And now it's time to go. Now it's time to go. (laughs)